Hi guys, welcome back to the Cocktails and Culture Podcast with myself, Brigitte Fiare. And I'm Benjamin Coy. Welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy, happy Pride Month, everybody. Yes, I Pride hope month. you are having a wonderful month, staying safe in your, all your celebrations, wearing yes. your rainbows, doing all the things, and letting the girls know just how proud you are. So happy hey. Pride Month. Yes. Happy Pride Month, Absolutely. Everybody. How are you, babe? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Girl, that's what it just give y'all. Y'all understand? Like that's just what it give this week, y'all. I'm gonna be honest. Listen. Um, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. The world is just weird. The world is very weird. It's just, like crazy. It's just a lot happening, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, I need a drink. Honestly, um, yeah. I, and I think I don't. Maybe is it the fires that's also making it even more weird? Yes. The fires that okay, so. It, whenever at whatever point you're watching this, um, mm-hmm. there has been oh, sorry, there's been a whole bunch of fires in Canada, yes. and it's like the air is pushing it to the more the east coast. What, what do you like call this area that New we're York. in? Like the D.C., Philadelphia, New York situation. Yes, I mean, it's east coast, but it's it's yeah. more severe in like upstate New York and New York City. Yeah. Um, New York is literally yellow right yeah, now. It's it's pretty bad. Yeah. So it's like that, and it's like the summertime, and it's just like, I just feel like there's always something going on. Oh. At this point, I think I'm just going to like move to Africa or somewhere else, because I just... Yeah. Oh, I can see that. Oh, I can stop. I need to move to like somewhere else, like Thailand. Else. I don't know. Just I mean, like on, I was thinking about that too, but then I was also like, damn... Where are they gonna accept me? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like damn if you funny. do, damn if you don't. At this point, so it's no, kind of like, bro. I don't know. It's just like, uh, y'all. But this too shall pass. Okay, this too shall pass. You know, sometimes you just have one of those days or weeks where yes. it's just like a little off, and that's kind of like what I'm having. Mm-hmm. But it's okay because it's we're okay. still here. We're yes. still breathing. Yeah. We're Ooh. still alive. We're healthy. Our families Going are healthy. And we've made it here to record another episode for y'all. We did. And I'm looking like a soccer mom who just dropped their kids off (laughs) at soccer practice. I'm about to go pick up the groceries. I'm dead. That's what it's giving. The kids is in the car. The kids are in the car. (laughs) That's what it's giving, y'all. But it is what it is. Y'all feel us. I'm sure y'all understand. Y'all understand. That's what we have. But we can't. But I don't like to have that energy in the summer. I feel like that's a waste. Like, I know. That's why I'm annoyed. Hmm? That's why I'm annoyed about it because it's like yeah. it's the summer. Yeah. It's like going to be fun, right? I want to be on the rooftop yes. at a happy hour yeah. in my cute, summery, beautiful outfit. Mm-hmm. But it's just not giving that currently. Yeah. So currently. we're just going to work with what we got. Right. Hoping in a couple of days things will get better. Yeah, I hope so. It will. You know what? It will be. It will. What What the song says? It will get better. I think that's Hezekiah Walker. Mm-hmm. Better. I love Amen. a good church wobble. Better. Because God is the okay. But yes, so things will get better. Y'all continue to stay in it. Yes, it's only the beginning insane. of June at this point, though. Why are we already? <laughs> we got a whole summer to go, but it's going to get better. We're going to have a fabulous yeah. time. We're going to continue to be wonderful. It's going to continue to just, 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 just prosper. So y'all stay in it. Stay in it. Stay in it. Yes. Power to the people. Let's get into these drinks because, as you said, I zoop, need a drink yes. so today um we have a spiked bellini Very and you may spiked. be wondering isn't a bellini already alcoholic yes, yes. but it's spiked because there's a little extra in it mm. and i allowed brigitte to pour Ooh. her own and it's still too strong for me yeah but. well mine is perfect so this is um mango bellini mm-hmm. mango bellini with a splash of Rosa Blanco tequila. That's what I have. I love, yes. I love mine. It's, it's, um, it's what I need. It's what I need. It is strong for me, but mm. it's what I need for now. Yeah, it's good, though. It's good. It's very good. Yes. So let's get, into, let's get into some things, child. Yes, girl. Let's get into it. Okay. So, y'all, y'all know we have to touch on Bravo Land. Yes, What's Bravo going Land. on on Bravo Land, honey? It's a lot happening over there. It is. It's a lot happening. Actually, also... Sidebar, I was watching, I seen the reunion of the regular Summer House. Well, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I was like, it was watching me. And I'm like, why is Andy hosting? Oh, they have a reunion? Yeah. Who would host it? Who else would host it? I don't know. I didn't know that, like, Andy was a part of Summer House. I mean, I know he's Bravo, but, like, I didn't know that, like, like, I don't know if he's, like, the producer. I thought, like, maybe that was, like, someone else's thing. Oh. So I was kind of shocked. I was like, oh, okay, Andy. He's Bravo Andy. 
You ain't got nobody else that got a dirt. Child, drive. Apparently not. But I, I see what you mean. I, I never. First of all, I, I thought that the Real Housewives franchise was the only yeah. franchise of Bravo that had a reunion. I didn't realize that's where I. Oh, okay, okay, I didn't yeah. realize that Summer House also. I just wish that like love Andy, but I just feel like get other like Andy. Like I feel like it would have been cool to see like a young millennial person that has been in the industry host mm-hmm. um summer house yeah summer house because it's like the young the people, 20 somethings yeah. 30s like someone in that age grade i feel like because like andy is like a 50 year old white man no shade andy it is no but shade, it's like andy you host housewives like do be yeah. the housewives girl like yeah. let somebody else let cartels and culture host summer house reunion martha's vineyard summer house reunion actually that would yeah girl let me send my email right meow yes. Did they did they uh, record their reunion yet? Because not sure, girl. But let's go and get on that. Let's ask. Yeah, like I feel like get someone else ask. that's younger and that's like in the culture and like even with the other summer yeah. house, like they're all young, young, you know, twenty mm-hmm. something, thirty something. So I feel like Andy is just like uh, I don't know. I but yeah. Work. But anyway, so speaking of summer mm-hmm. house, we have been tuning into Martha's Vineyard. Yes, summer house and um. I've been making sure I'm keep, keeping up because I do want to support Absolutely. power to the people. But I will say, like, I, I feel like I always get bored with stuff. But Honey, like, the buck is running dry. I'm not It's running you. dry, it's babe. Running dry. And it's just like, it, we need, y'all not, it's not giving enough. Actually, it's not It's not running dry in a bad way. I, I, I still enjoy it. Yeah, like, but I still tune there's in. There's just things that y'all are doing on the show, and I'm like, girl, why are we still doing this? I yeah. have to say, I am getting a little aggravated with, they keep having these house meetings to oh. vote on things, and they don't have the people that they're voting about, they're never in yeah, the space. Never, that's yeah. really like, and maybe that's a production thing, maybe they're doing that on purpose, but it's really starting to get on my nerves at this point. It's the same thing with Phil. Even though mm-hmm. Phil was a little belligerent, I do understand that, but y'all have these big old security guards that could have kept him, you know, together. And then y'all did the same thing with the girl, I can't think of her name now. But the girl, Yeah, she got sent home. So, and then... Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this latest episode, um, with the girl Bria. who's, yeah, whose husband is coming from Germany, they're voting about, oh, Should he can't stay. Home. Now, okay, they're voting about whether he could stay the three days or the rest of the trip. What would you uh, have voted? Would you have voted for the three days all, or the rest of the trip? they definitely did tell Bria that the man They home. definitely did. Bria told now, Silas Bria. and whatchamacallit. Yes, yes, he's coming for the rest of the trip. And it's also bothering me because, damn, y'all are in a house with 50,000 cameras. Can't nobody just ask to be, let it replay? But I guess that also feeds into, like... Yeah, it got to show. But they show, I like, guess, but damn, us. that's on my nerves. But that's annoying. And I feel like, okay, girl, it's only four... It, what, three plus four, that's seven, uh, seven days, girl. Yeah. It's only four more days. Like, who cares? But like, they're also there for two weeks. So <laughs> I guess... Maybe and maybe actually, why do I always do this? Why am I always like? Let me just be empathetic. I hate that about me sometimes. Sorry, but I hate that about me sometimes. But anyway, but I also love it. Maybe the reason why it's such a big deal is I don't know. That was about what Bria tried to say because he's white. That that's the reason why they don't want him to come. Or is it because they all did they all pay for this? That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm thinking about it in my regular brain as a person who pays for my own stuff. Uh, I forgot. I mean, they're the show, on the show. I would assume. And the show's probably paying, paying for it. But I'm thinking, like, in my personal life, I, too, will feel some type of way if we split this thing up in, what, eight ways? Mm-hmm. And for the remainder of the trip, like, half the of the trip, time. your man come in and is staying yeah. and doing all the things but did not, like, contribute to the house. Well, I think it's the fact that they still said yes. And then now that it was, like, time there, for him yeah. to come, then it's, like, an issue. Even though I really don't care for Bria and I'm ready for her to go home. Honestly, I'm sick of Jasmine and Silas, whatever his name is. I'm sick of them, too, because... Jasmine's the mar- they're married couple? Yes. Uh-huh. Don't nobody want to hear y'all bumping and grinding. We already said this already. Like, Girl. I don't want to see it. Like, I'm sorry. It's so gross. I don't want to see that. Girl. And it's ridiculous. Like, at the end of the day, I don't care if y'all married. Like, that's annoying. And it's, yeah. like... To me personally, if you're dealing with somebody 
and you on a group trip, like, of course, people are going to be having sex. But probably. be considerate. But, like, be considerate. Like, why are you sitting here screaming and I mean, doing all of this? loud. Like, girl, you can keep it together. Loud. Like, come on now. But girl, then, do what you got to do and let it be done. And then, I mean, and I get storyline purposes, but bravo. I don't. They're dragging it at this point because it's another episode with them doing it and we hearing the sound effects. Yeah, I don't want to hear. I don't need to be seeing that. Like that was actually pretty gross. Like I, I kind of went to throw up this last time. It was too much. And he was like, "I can't, I can't do this with you being quiet." And I'm like, "What? This and is gross." Just, <laughs> and, is this what married people do? Ew, I and it's just like have some. Decor. Yeah. If you were there, would you have brought it up earlier? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What I brought up earlier, I think I would have been like, actually, yeah. I would let it slide the first, like the first night. I'm like, okay, they, you know what I'm saying? They cut but up a little bit. But after a while, when but it's after like y'all there for two weeks and every night yeah. y'all going to town, and it's loud. And y'all loud, like no, yeah, girl. That was too much. That was too much. Like y'all doing too much. Like hey, I'm not saying like we're grown. Like you gonna do what you gonna do with your man, mm-hmm. with your partner, but like. Come on now. Yeah. Like, be for real. Like, stop acting like y'all are 18 years old and yeah. y'all just, I understand y'all in your honeymoon phase, whatever, but like, but calm down. Have some decorum. Yeah, have some decorum. And respect for your housemates. But yes, I think they are, I don't know, are they making it a race issue because he's, because he's white? I don't think that's why. I just think that, like you said, like, they feel like, you know, it's our trip. And if you have a guest yeah. come in and out, it shouldn't be, it should just be they're coming mm-hmm. maybe for a day or two. And they're leaving because that's what everybody else partners did. Yeah. That was not technically a part of the original crew. So I was like, huh, whatever, I get it. Um, there was also another conversation on the latest episode um, where they were in. They were shopping somewhere. And um, Jasmine acting like she was about to start crying, like breaking down because, like, Jordan is single. She's like, I just don't want you to be lonely. And, like, I know you want a relationship one day. And, like, uh. And Jasmine, Jordan was looking at her. She was like, girl, a relationship is not the end all be all. Like, girl, I am happy on my own. You should be focused on your relationship and your marriage. And people kill me with that because just because you don't, you're not married, you're in a relationship, or you may not have kids or something like that, that does not mean that you're just miserable in your life. Like, at the end of the day, Jordan's a beautiful girl. I'm pretty sure she wanted to be in a relationship. She could be in a relationship. And not that it's just about looks, but, like, people could be in a relationship if they really wanted to be in a relationship. But no one's – I don't just – I'm not just in a relationship just to say that I'm in a relationship. Like, if I'm going to be in something, it's going to be intentional. It's going to be because I actually like the person. We what are it, good, girl. What it Loki was given was I miss being single. Yeah. And I want to be single with you. And I wish that I could go out and have – fun single times with you but now that I'm married and you're still single I want you to be married so that we can be married together and like you and know I have the same thing be yeah. married girls together like yeah that's yeah, kind of what it is but I hate you. when people like they just got in a relationship or just yeah. got married or something they try to play but girl marriage is just so great and it's so important like I'm not saying that you can't oh, be happy but down. it's like girl sit down like girl you sit just down. got married so you need to pipe it down first of all I mean and just and literally just and first and secondly like everybody doesn't want to get married Everybody, can that's we, not everybody's can you say it like, again, please? goal. Like everybody don't want to get married. Everybody don't want to have kids. Everybody mm-hmm. doesn't want to buy a house. Like yeah. it's not. That's not the goal for everybody. That's, that's what people not need to the realize. And it doesn't mean that someone's life is better because they mm-hmm. have a kid, don't have a kid, married, don't yes. have a married relationship, don't relationship. It's yes. not. It's all your prerogative. Whatever exactly. you want to do for your life. So I hate when friends and like people do stuff like that because it's just like, girl, I'm calm here, down. Baby. You were just at the Playboy Bunny with her too, girl. High key. Pipe it down. So. But, I mean, I'm excited for the the season to continue. I'm kind of sad because I feel like it's coming to the end. I feel like it's going very, very quick. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have enjoyed this piece of representation uh, of younger black people on the, you know, on the television screen. It's been good. Um, Yeah. Okay. Now, the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Um. So is this the mid season? Are we at that point yet, or we're, we're just we're creeping well, up to it? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. They got it's a lot going on um, on Atlanta. There's a lot going on and like nothing going on at the same time. Um, I have to say this first because all my friends know that when I plan a trip, you are going to know where you're staying. 
you're going to know, uh, I'm going to have the, the list of when every person on the trip, I'm going to have a list of when they all arrive, when they all depart. I'm going to give you a itinerary down to the T. Now, I'm not saying that every inch of every hour is going to be mapped out, but we're going to have an idea of what we are doing. Right. One, because you have paid your good coin to go somewhere, and I'm sure you want to know what we're doing or have some type of sense of what we're doing. And two... This is from my experience. I need to know what I need to pack and what I need to wear. Um, And so it really bothers me as a person that is very, like, planning-oriented that Kenya did not tell these girls what was going on on this trip. Now, I understand that she wanted to have an element of surprise um, with the halftime show that she was doing, whatever. Like, I get that part. But you can still, like, they should have known that they were going to a – Gala, or a fundraising event. First of all, that's hilarious. Can we let's let's back up? Let's back up a couple episodes and talk about. Um, so the girls are in the girls are in Alabama. They went to Birmingham, Alabama, to go to the Magic City Classic, which is a huge, huge football game between Alabama State University and Alabama A and M University. Two big. Um, HBCUs in Alabama. This is like a big, like, the other girls would call it a bowl game, basically. Um, and it's a lot of, like, philanthropic situations that happened before the actual football game. And so one of the events was this fundraising gala Girl, fundraising or something. <laughs> and Kenya tells them as they are checking into the hotel that, yeah, get dressed, be down by 7.30 because we're going to this fundraising event, like, da-da-da-da. Manetta comes down <laughs> in this silver dress or, was it a dress or a romper? I think it was like a romper. Something, it was, but it was very like, mm-mm-mm. Because they're all under the impression that it's a girls weekend right. in Birmingham. So mind you, that's what they're under the impression. Kenya comes down, girl, and Kenya herself actually was in a very, very short cocktail dress. So With her back off. Yeah. So she tells Manetta, oh, girl, you need to change. Like, this is a this is a classy event, and you're looking, like, very, you know, whatever, whatever. That becomes a thing. However, comma, they get to the event, and it's really even cocktail hour. It's not a fundraising gala. Nobody's in a, a gown. Nobody's in suits. I mean, there's men in jean jackets. Nobody's wearing a tie. There's men in T-shirts and jeans. Girl, like, get together. It gave, it gave, it gave get together. It gave, we're going to buy out the bar. And that's going to be that on that. So yeah. that was it for that. But the real gag at that part was why production got kicked out of the events. Just kidding. That was hilarious, <laughs> yo. Think about, like, the whole camera crew, all the girls, the celebrities, they coming in. And I guess the people didn't know that they were coming. Yeah. And... um the event people are like, or the, what do you call those? The attendees are like, oh, can I take a picture with you? Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Like, cause obviously. Paying more attention than like the actual cause. Exactly. Yeah. So they got kicked out. That was hilarious. Because yeah. um, Kenya probably, they she they probably thought Kenya was coming. And, and that's another thing. With in no the cameras. original episode, or in the first part of the episode when she was like, oh, um, I think Marlo asked, like, are they going to, do they know that we're coming? Or like, are they going to, did you RCP for all of us? And she was like, oh, they're going to accommodate me. Like, it's good. Kenya, who do you think you is, girl? Girl, who, you are not Beyonce. You may think you Keyonce, yeah. but that, that's not the case, my love. That's not the case. So, then I, they got kicked out. Yeah. Um, and then this whole fight ensues. And so, yeah, Kenya, that, that really gets on my nerves. And this, yeah. she has a history of, of, the, of I was this. about to say, what was the other trip where Kenya, you know, Candy loved her food. So, Kenny was pissed. Because yeah. remember, they went somewhere and it was Kenya's trip. And it was. I feel like it was like somewhere hot, and Kenya came out with her little snack, her little food, and they, they went to no uh, uh, they went to damn was it South Carolina? It was somewhere. It was like Myrtle Beach or something. Oh my gosh, I remember. She that. had her a nice little setup, and yes. then even asked them like, "Oh, which I wanted y'all like." It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like Kenya always doing that, and I understand why. Like, yeah, everyone was mad, but like, I am so currently underwhelmed. Because with this last couple episodes, it's like whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, girl. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's that bad. I think it's cute little TV. Like I don't think it's. 
it's been a much better before. And I'm not even talking about, like, obviously the, when it was, like, the great cast of, like, the OGs that was on. But just, like, I just think, like. <sighs> what do y'all want? What, what what do y'all want? Cause it's I, just, it's not, it's just not, it's not, I don't know. Like, it's just something that's just. That's the thing. It's not nobody, nobody is, that's the thing. That's why I'm, that's why I'm a little lost. Because I feel like everybody is expecting so much from Atlanta. And yes, last season fell on its face. I'm going to give you that. <laughs> but like, what do y'all want? What do y'all want? What do y'all want? Atlanta was one of the best franchises. Yeah. And it's not anymore. But what? Okay, that's what I'm saying though. But because, well, first of all, because everyone is not really speaking on what's going on in their lives. Okay. So everyone is not being upfront and being like open with what's going on. And granted, like I'm happy that it isn't like nasty drama like how it was recently on Potomac, like stuff like that. It's just like okay, we don't want that. But it's like it's kind of tired. Like some of the, some of the, um, the arguments, like the the constant Kenya and and um. And Marlo's situation, but I mean, I guess they have to be around each other because they're on the show together. And it's just, you know, Candy wasn't there. Not that Candy just brings so much, but it's like, okay, Candy wasn't there. Drew wasn't there. And Drew been bringing a little, you know, she have her little stuff going on. She bring a little something, I guess. But it's just, I don't know. Like, it's just like the same, it's just like the same stuff with them. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know if it's the, 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 the chemistry with all of the ladies together and then it just, I think last episode just kind of went downhill because then Kenya was mad. Kenya ended up in the hospital. She didn't even perform. And then Sonya went home. It was just like, okay, girl. Like. Okay. I, okay. I, I can understand that. I can understand. Some better the, storytelling, I think. Like, I don't okay. know. Like, just more like something. So then is it, so more. then, okay. So if it's, you need better storytelling, then is that a production thing? Or is that on the girls? I'm not, I don't know who it's on. I'm just saying whoever makes the storylines or mm-hmm. helps craft the stories. I mean, they showing up, they're showing up and doing their jobs, I guess. But mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, whoever it is, the whole franchise, like, I don't know. Like, whether it's production, the girls, whomever, like, it's just, we just, I don't know. It's just, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I'm going to disagree, I miss friend. more moments. Think... Like, the fun, funny moments. Like, I just... It's just not giving that right now. I'm I'm a disagree, friend. I think that, and I'm talking about this season. I do again. I do agree. Last season was very, but I feel like this season they are doing a lot better. I feel like I am more intrigued. I feel like it's making more sense. I feel like we're we're probably in the part. We're probably in the point of the season where things are just plateauing. Um, yeah. And maybe that's why at some point last season for Potomac, maybe that's why you felt, oh, crap, it's too much going on. Because they were, I mean, they were punching us with the drama over and over again. And there was barely enough time for us to breathe. So I feel like we're at the point in every housewife season where it's like a little, okay, girl, what's coming up next? Like, we just chilling. Like that, and that's why I asked, like, is this the mid-season finale? Like, is something else about to happen? Because it just feels like, you know, we're just, we're watching we were just watching regular, you know what I'm saying, regular TV. But I don't think that there is anything wrong with, per se, right now, in this moment. I don't think there's anything wrong with the way the plot lines are developing. Do I think some of them could have stronger storylines? Yes. Do I think that there is, there is no, like, there's no main storyline of the season. I will give you that. Like, last season, it started off, last season, uh, I can't even think of this. Oh, last season it was uh, She by Sheree was like the oh, yeah. monumental. And I mean, shit, that thing. was even a little something, I yeah. guess. But this one, you're right. There is no. It's just like, not like nothing like, okay, yeah, Courtney and Candy argued, okay. And I guess it's going to get more serious because from the little clips, things will mm-hmm. boil up a little bit more. So maybe I'm sure there's more to come. But I'm just speaking from what I've seen thus far, like the last couple episodes, it's just like, okay, like, what's what's up? Like, what's going to go on next? Like, now I will say, I can see... I'm ready to see something else go on. In agreeance, in, in, in agreeance with part of what you're saying, I do agree in this last episode, when they had, they had the whole montage of them, like, leaving the hotel. Yeah, it's I was just like, okay, like, nah, what, we didn't need that. What are y'all doing? Like, that's what I'm we saying. It's that. like, but, okay, girl, what's, like, what else is happening? Like, I think there, I we think need there, something... I think they're doing. I think they're doing the best they can. They're also experiencing like all the girls were sick at some point. Basically, Drew had the flu. Kenya had the flu. 
uh, Mama Joyce had the flu. Oh, girl, that's another thing we gotta talk about. Mm-hmm. Mama Joyce had the flu. Uh, Ace got the flu. So maybe like there's a, maybe maybe that's what's happening. I know a, that we experienced that a lot in other franchises when COVID was around and they were trying to get back to filming on a regular schedule. Like on Beverly Hills, like the girls were having COVID at different times, so it was hard to like piece together a season. So maybe that's what that's what we're feeling. But I feel like I don't know. I'm enjoying the season to be honest. I think it is. Something cute to watch at eight o'clock on on a Sunday, um, but for the, for the discourse that's happening on Twitter with 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 the ladies, one let's be very careful about how we are talking about these shows in this public space because there could be a, a, an executive at Bravo that's hearing all this discourse and just gonna pull the plug and then what we have, you know what I'm saying? But two, mm. yeah, that's the truth now. But two. Ultimately, to me, um, it's just it's something. If something is good TV, it's good TV, and if it's not, it's just not. And like, I support all. Like, I I love you know me. I am like elevate diverse voices one hundred percent. Like, I am for that one hundred percent. But like, at the end, in the beginning of the day, like if it's just not oh. given, it's just not given. Like, I, I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. I mean, unfortunately. But what I was gonna say about the discourse is be careful about how we're doing this because it's still it's starting to give a little comparison um of Potomac in Atlanta and mm. I don't like how that's going I didn't see that. like I I I don't appreciate how that is like it's starting to I, I saw somewhere like what's better yeah I saw somewhere somebody tweeted oh and it was like a one of the Bravo uh like gossip accounts or mm-hmm. you know the accounts that are not Bravo affiliated but give all of the yeah. whatever um, that oh Potomac is the new crown jewel and they're putting everything behind Potomac and Atlanta is falling flat and this that and the fourth and I just don't like where that conversation is going. Oh, okay. And I yeah. feel like because because what's happening in Atlanta, um I don't know. It's I don't know. No, I don't I I'm, I'm not mad this season. I'm enjoying it. I think everybody is doing a wonderful job. I um, yeah. I didn't see that conversation like comparing the two really, but I I thought you meant like as far as just people just giving their opinion like oh no 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 oh yeah. like Give your opinion yeah Atlanta yeah. has not been like I know the ratings has been really low lately and like people speaking on that because I know so for for instance I know you don't watch Selling Sunset but I talked to you about it because it's like one of my favorite shows on Netflix so there was a Selling Sunset which was the starting and that's based in California and the cast is mainly white mm-hmm. um and they recently like couple last couple seasons got this new black girl. And she's on there. She lives in California. She's a real estate agent, whatever. So Netflix also last year launched Selling Tampa, which is obviously mm-hmm. predominant. It was like a black woman's um, real estate company, brokerage company, whatever, whatever. And the show ended up initially getting canceled. Not initially, but it eventually got canceled. Um, and, of course, it's like people are like, well, it's black. Why did they cancel it? But ultimately, like, the show just was not as good as Selling Sunset. Like, I don't know if it was, like, I don't know if they, they had the same production or, like, on Selling Sunset, there is definitely drama on the show, but we really see houses. Like, we see, and that's the part like I love about it because you see these beautiful homes, and it's, like, so inspiring, and it's just beautiful to just see. And on Selling Sunset, I think they, I mean, Selling Tampa, they just weren't able to find that that balance how Selling Sunset does with the drama and, like, actually showing us the homes. It just was not a good balance. And to me, like, again, I am all for, I like to see my people on TV. I want our shows to not be continue to get canceled and stuff like that. But it's like, sometimes it's, if stuff just not good, and that necessarily doesn't mean it's black or white or whatever, it's just in general, like, <laughs> if, it's not, if it's not good, it just ain't good. Like, I'm sorry, like... I'm not, like, I mean, it is what it is. Like I said, I'm going to support my people if that's my type of show to watch, whatever. But, like, if it's just not giving it, I mean, it just it's just not. So, like, I mean, and people, you know, it was discourse about that, too. But I don't know. I, I think it's tough. But, like, I definitely don't ever compare the two because I love seeing them both. And, like, even all of the ladies from Potomac always says, like, they are only here because of Atlanta. Like, Atlanta kicked it off for the, the black woman, woman of color, mm-hmm. to, like, be in the housewife space. Mm-hmm. So I know that, like, especially all the OGs of um, Housewives of Atlanta. So I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping to see. I just feel like the last couple episodes have been, like, a little, like, eh, boring. Like, I think also uh, uh, with the discourse and whatever, 
previous Atlanta was previous Atlanta. Nene was Nene. Kim was Nene. I mean, Kim was Kim. Uh, Portia is Portia. Cynthia was Cynthia. Let it go. They're gone. They're gone. They're not coming back. Cynthia May. Cynthia's supposed to come back this season, actually. Oh, yeah. I think she's going to do a little but cameo. Those girls are gone. We have Drew. We have Courtney. We have Candy. We have Kenya. We have Monietta. We have Marlo. We have all the other girls that are here now. Please stop trying to get that Nene flair and stop calling it the Nene flair, also. Okay? Even though Lanithia is the queen of it all, what she gave is what she gave because Nene is Nene. What Kim gave is what Kim gave because Kim is Kim. These girls are not those people. And I think that is where, that's where the disconnect is. That's where people are stopping at why they are not enjoying. For some people, that's why they're not enjoying yeah. this current season. Because you're trying to get what was happening when Portia and Phaedra, uh, when Portia was talking about the Underground Railroad. You're trying to get when Kenya was going with the win fabulous, when Nene was talking about Bob's. Those are iconic moments, yes, but that was then. This is now. These new girls are new girls. They're bringing new situations, yeah. new. And I feel like that is also another comparison thing. Like, let Nene be great in her in her greatness. Stop trying to find somebody else to bring Nene's greatness to the show. Let let the other girls have their spot. Oh, I mean, man. yes. Nobody is nobody's knocking Kim or knocking Nene or knocking Phaedra or knocking Portia from what they gave to Atlanta, but they gave to Atlanta what they were given because they were them. Yeah. I think that is actually I think that's the biggest thing that's happening right now. Yeah. And why people are not enjoying Atlanta. Because you're expecting yeah. that. Well, and it's just not that anymore. It's not that anymore, but <clears throat> I will say good TV is good TV. Good TV and I is think good that TV, yes. People are missing those moments because a lot of the other franchises still have, not all, but they still have a good amount of the core, like, OG mm-hmm. cast, and Atlanta just doesn't have, like, a, it's, it's a good group that's still, like, some of the, they're still on their, like, whatever, like, the main, some of the main ladies are still there, and there's not... The ladies that really brought it to Atlanta are not there anymore. So I think people are looking for that nostalgia from that. And like you said, they're, they're not, we can't find another Nini. We can't find another, like they are who they are. And that's 100% true. But I think that it's going to take, it's, it's taking a little time for them to figure out like, what is the new Atlanta? Like, what does that look like? And like, you're talking about the producers to figure it out? The producers. Or the viewers? I, no, I think the, produ- I think the, the team, because they've already figured that out. Yeah, but these group of ladies are don't have 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 not had the same. They they need time, maybe whatever. But even like, oh. I'm not comparing what they've done to with Nene, and because nobody can be what they were. That was what 10, 15 years ago. It's just not gonna happen, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not comparing. I'm just saying, no other. It just doesn't feel as it doesn't that nostalgic feeling of the of Real House of Atlanta. It just doesn't feel the same way anymore. It just doesn't because there's different ladies. Mm-hmm. Now, the last time for me where I felt like it was like a lot of key keys and all of that was the last season that Portia was there, and that's when the whole thing with Fallon and it was a lot going on. Granted, nothing again. It will never be back to the old days. But I think they're trying new ladies. They're giving Monetta a chance. They give, they're giving Marlo a peach. They have Courtney on. They're trying different things. They try Latoya forever. They're still trying to figure it out. It's very clear that this is not like – this is not the core. I guarantee you this is not the core. And I'm not trying to say, like, oh, somebody's going to get fired, whatever, whatever. But I don't think – I think they're trying to figure it out. Hell, they finally gave Marlo a peach after all this time. So I think they're still kind of, like, you know, just seeing what works. Like, okay, we're going to give Marlo – let's see how her and Kenya go. You know, they go at it. Let's do this. Let's make Candy talk about this. Let's bring Cynthia in back for a little nostalgic because she was on the show. Let's see what that gives. Let's bring in a new member, Courtney. Let's give Monetta a little bit more time, like – it's clear to me that they're trying to figure out, like, what the fans like, what is working, what resonates on camera well. Like, they're, they're figuring out the, 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 like, the core. Like, there's rumors, there's rumors, too, that Kim was going to come back, but, like, who knows if that's even true. Like, Bro, she got a lot going on, too. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So, we, I don't, I don't, I think there's kind of, like, figuring out, like, what is, like, the balance. Like, I think they're figuring out, like, what's going to happen. So, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm rooting for them because Atlanta will always be like was always my favorite um, franchise. So I mean, I hope that you know. I'm, I mean, from the previews, honey. Now I was looking like it's about to. 
Storming I up. It's still, I think it's. I think it's one. It's storming up. It. I'm enjoying it. But yeah, I, I. You know, I can. I can sense that. Yes, you're right. They were bringing in new girls randomly. You know, Latoya was supposed to be a give a peach, but I for, a get a peach, but I forgot what happened with. I think something with the kids and her ex husband. So I remember that. Yes, they're bringing back in Cynthia. So I see what you're saying that they are maybe in a in a, a test period. Mm-hmm. But I think the basis of that test period is that people are just not accepting. This new Atlanta. Yeah, I, I mean, people don't, is. they just miss what they miss. And I mean, it is what it is. I yeah. don't know. But y'all, let Nene be great and, and be Nene. Be our, Nene is not coming back to Bravo. Period. I would love her to be on my TV at some point doing something. But let it go. So, yeah. Yes. So, recently, Tyler James Williams, um, who some people know as the star of Everybody Hates Chris. Others know him as Gregory and Mr. Gregory Eddy in uh, Abbott Elementary, or just other iterations, um, recently posted uh, a response to a lot that's been going on um, on the socials uh, since he has resurfaced in this new role with Abbott Elementary. Basically, uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, on social in general, people have been questioning his sexuality, questioning uh, whether he was, whether he liked men or like women or whatever. And they would nitpick his uh, interactions with people. They would nitpick what he wore. They would nitpick um, just how he presented himself and say that, oh, just because he did this one thing, he is gay. Or because he did this one thing, he's straight. And so in a, as Kid Fury would say from The Read, in an iOS press release, he wrote, um, should I read the whole thing? I guess I shall. Usually I wouldn't address stuff like this, but I feel like it's a bigger, it's a conversation that's bigger than me. I'm not gay, but I think the culture of trying to find some kind of hidden trait or behavior that a closeted person lets slip is very dangerous. Overanalyzing someone's behavior in an attempt to catch them directly contributes to the anxiety a lot of queer and queer questioning people feel when they fear living in their truth. It makes the most uh, pedestrian of conversations and interactions in spaces feel less safe for our gay brothers and sisters and for those who may be questioning. It also references or reinforces an archetype many straight men have to live under that is oftentimes unrealistic, less free, and limits individual expression. Um, He continues about him being clear about his sexuality, that he is not gay, he is straight, but he is a, a stark supporter of the community and ally. Um, and then he, you know, gives a happy pride message to all of uh, the queer and questioning brothers, sisters, and individuals, uh, and so on and so forth. So, breaking it down, basically what he's saying is when people pigeonhole straight men into this box that doesn't allow them to freely express themselves without the with the fear of or without the fear of being called gay. Now, let's first of all say there's nothing wrong with being gay. Right. Let's just start there. Um, but when, and, you know, mostly women, mostly black women, are guilty of saying, oh, my man can't do this because he might be gay. Or my man can't do that because he's going to be gay. This whole new word, I think back in the day it was the word, it was the word zesty. Now y'all saying sassy. I do want to be very, very clear that the word sassy is just F-A-G-G-O-T with a bow on it. So when y'all are calling men sassy, you're you're calling them like gay. Like you're calling them a derogatory term. You're just right. making it more, you know, yeah. Um, and then there's there was this course about men who straight men shouldn't be smoking hookah. Straight men can't do margaritas. No, y'all people don't say that now. Yeah, but th- yeah, no, no, no. But Santana is not the end all be all of the queer community, right? But I'm saying that conversation got brought up because Santana is the one who make literally went on his Instagram story and was like, "And y'all niggas need to stop smoking hookah because that's gay." And this, that, and the third, I don't, y'all don't need to be smoking hookah. He did. And he did, he said but it. he one again is not the end he's all not, be all, but I'm just and saying not, that it and, got brought to the masses because he and said and then it. people went after him and and agree with him. Oh, yeah. So I'm not saying they didn't, but I'm just saying he definitely is the one who sparked that conversation up. And, and I then, think it's internalized, like, homophobia. Oh, yeah. And then, 100%. you know, also, I said that comes from a different... Yeah. He's from But um, the hookah thing, the margaritas, straight men can't take selfies, straight men can't go on group trips they can have birthday with their dinner. friends. They can't have birthday dinners. It's like, well, damn, what can, they, what can they do without being called 
this derogatory situation. And I think that is the bigger, the larger conversation that just let people be people. Damn. Yeah. Like, whether they're gay or not, whether they're straight or not, it's not your business unless you finna get in the bed with them. Exactly. It does not matter. And if it, and if you do want to get in the bed with them and they want to have a little margarita, why can't they have a little margarita? I love a good <laughs> margarita. A good margarita is delicious. I really don't like hookah, but girl, not saying that. <laughs> not saying that. I don't care. Or straight. But, <laughs> but like, why can't, why, I mean, stop putting people in these little box and expecting them to act the way that you want to act. Yes, there are men out there who don't want, who don't want to drink margaritas, who don't want to do hookah, yes, and if that's what you want, girl, go and get it. But do not... Do not judge everybody based on these harmful standards, these harmful ideologies. Because, again, it, I feel like if y'all would just let straight black men be straight black men, they would, one, be a lot better, <laughs> a lot softer. And I don't mean soft in a bad way, but they'd be a lot more compassionate. Yeah. They'd be a lot more freer. They would be nicer. Uh, they would be... They would, be nicer to to people in general if y'all would just let them be them and not let them have that pent up energy. Yeah, I agree. Um, there also was conversation around this on the Breakfast Club, and it really just kind of pissed me off a little bit because, of course, Charlemagne was like, "Well, if I wasn't gay, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't made a long post about that. I would have just ignored it. I wouldn't have said anything." But see, that's the problem. And don't let me get on my soapbox. You, as as I think it's super important for someone, regardless if he came out and said he was gay or he's not, but the fact that he is a straight black man, he came out and said, like, I support the gay community. Well, on top of this, I'm not gay, and I'm also speaking for other black straight men to say that we should be allowed to express ourselves and not be ridiculed about what our sexuality is. And that's the issue of people, well, I, I ain't going to say nothing. No, it's not about guilty conscience or feeling like, oh, I got to say something because I am gay. No, that's not the case. It's the fact that Tyler felt like in his position with his influence that it was important for him to speak up on this situation. Yeah. And I think that, you know, he did it in the way he, he can. And you can't tell somebody how you think that they should handle a situation because it's not you. Um, so shout out to Tyler. I think that that was great for him to like say his piece and give his opinion. And, um, I don't really understand what people be picking apart. Like, I don't get it. Like, what did you see on him on Abbott elementary? I mean, not that it's even that, not that it even matters, but like, it was just like, I don't get it. It was just him. Like, okay, well, first of all, back to what you said uh, about Charlemagne, um, Charlemagne claims to be, and I have this. I guess this conversation has been just just continued uh, when it comes to allyship because I was on another panel the other day talking about this. That is not an ally. Right. Like you can't be a you can't be an ally to the community, but then when shit sparks up and you don't like it, you can't just ignore it. That is that's not what that is. Exactly. That's not how that works, babe. It's you can't you can't be there for the happy moments and not there for the the tough ones. That's just not how that works, and that really does aggravate me when. Situations like this come around, and people be like, "Oh well, I just wasn't going to say anything." I mean, if you, I'm not gay, so I'm, I'm not going to say anything. Girl, right. then stop making gay jokes on. Stop talking about whether you were top or bottom on Breakfast Club. Like, stop. And trying they to talk be, about that all the time. They all the time. Stop making queer people the butt of jokes on Breakfast literally. Club. Girl. Anyway, um, but they were nitpicking like what he wore, what he was wearing, how he was interacting. They were talking about. Um, just his like soft aura and it's really not soft it's just he's a very welcoming person and yeah. i guess they're just not used to that um they're not used to black men performing in that way or not performing but just being that way and so it anything that is different is bad yeah. is what people are under the gaze of <laughs> i didn't mean to say gaze that. g-a-z-e <laughs> <laughs> anything that is different is bad and yeah. i feel like if we got out of that mindset if everyone just got out of that mindset we would we would be so much farther as a society oh my god sure would so yeah but shout out to tyler thank you That's for being cool. a true ally um and um in my head you are still my little boo <laughs> <laughs> But thank you for being no for real. Thank you for being an ally. Uh, I appreciate you, and yeah. <laughs> okay, so unfortunate sad news that um, Edward Info, who was the editor in chief of Girl. British Vogue, 
He sent an email out to the Vogue community on Friday last week um, saying that he was stepping down. So if you don't know, a couple years ago, which I believe it was 2017, Edward got the title as the British Vogue Editor-in-Chief. And he, of course, had hopes. I guess he had some promises, like, internally that he would become the new... um, I believe Anna's title is Editor-in-Chief of Condé Nast, I Mm -hmm. think. Yes. So he was supposed to, I guess he was like so thinking like Anna was going to retire, I believe in like 2020. And basically the promises that were, you know, given to him did not happen, obviously, because it's 2023. Um, And there, I guess there was like lots of conversations about, you know, as we know, if any of you are like into fashion or just know of that world, know that Vogue, um, American Vogue, really had and that's what Anna kind of, she oversees everything, but that's like her, her, her thing is, um, American Vogue, and it has not been really diverse at all, honestly, um, down to not just who's on the cover, but just behind the scenes, um, photographers, makeup artists, all of the things, just overall stories, diverse stories, just has not been present in American Vogue, um, and Edward really came and just really made a shift um, with diversity, like, I mean, I mean, there were so many amazing covers that Edward has done. Um, it got to a point where, like, you know, some of the biggest stars, like the Rihanna and Beyonce and all of these big black um, mega stars would only do British Vogue. Um, a lot of the stars, people of color, um, he had even some of, like, I believe it was, like, during the pandemic, he had some, like, first responders on uh, the cover of British Vogue. Like, wow. Like, even, like, I think for... Um, people with disabilities uh, month there was like covers with um, people that represented that community on there so it was like so much that he has done um, even having more like full-figured models and individuals on the covers and really like telling more diverse stories through British Vogue and Edward really just wanted to pivot because Vogue is one of the biggest you know magazines in the world and all of that and has so much notoriety in the fashion industry, but he really wanted to like cultivate that. And basically like what he was promised pretty much didn't happen. And I think there was like a lot internally with diversity going on in Vogue period. And I guess, you know, he just decided to step away. Um, And I I think that's unfortunate. Um, I was so excited to see when I seen Edward in that space um, when he got that role. And I've known, like, I've known of Edward's career before he got to British Vogue, but to see him take that space, it was super inspiring to me because as a kid, I always like, I want to be editor-in-chief. Like, that was, like, one of the dreams that I had. But unfortunately, I I didn't really see. I've always just seen Anna. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of all that I really, like, knew and people that look like her. So it's it's a little disheartening, and I wish that he would have gotten the opportunity to really take over because – I mean, he did a lot with British folk, but I think if he would have got the title like that um, Anna has, and I think she's almost like 75. But, girl, Anna might be taking that one to the grave, girl. Yeah. Um, That's what it's given. I agree. It's very disheartening to see such a prominent figure who did a lot uh, to, push, to push the diverse movement forward in the fashion industry. It's really disheartening to see this happened to him or to see him like have to did he did he did he, he stepped down yes yeah that's really sad um i i have also followed his career from like i remember seeing him in the earlier like documentaries of vogue when he was um wasn't he her he was her intern i think so yeah um and so to see from going from an intern to anna Wintour now being the editor-in-chief of british vogue like that was huge um and definitely did a lot for representation and rightfully so, in his in his uh, career as the editor in chief of British Vogue, did a lot for, like you said, the disability community, um, yeah. women, black people, everybody, and so that's very sad. I am gonna miss him. Um, however, comma I do. This is a this is a large example of don't move until it's time to move. And maybe maybe there is things that we don't know yet that will come, you know, come out in the next few days. Maybe Anna is going to retire in the next few days and he is, you know, packing up his stuff on the way over to America to be the editor-in-chief of Condé Nast. Um, no, it was definitely like a snippet of the the emails was definitely like he, they were having bat, like battles internally Yikes. about diversity and about him. So Anna is not like 
she ain't she's not gonna budge with like I think he was made promises and it's three years later now and like nothing is happening so he's like okay well bye well you know what well, you, well, you know what then you know what then good for you Edward <laughs> good for you good for you I'm happy for yeah. you I'm happy and I'm sure he'll have some recognize your worth and if they're not doing it if they're not giving it to you move on, move on baby you are more than capable you have more than enough connections to start your own magazine Right. And when you do, please call us for a feature. But um, you are more than capable of starting your own magazine, of starting your own uh, situation. So then, good, good for you, Edward. I'm happy yeah. for you, and I hope these next couple of these next these next steps you take. I hope they are big, beautiful, and amazing, and sickening. Did he do the cover? Did he do? Uh, he did Beyonce's uh, Renaissance. He. Yep. Come on, yeah. He Edward's gonna Iconic. be just. Fine. He'll be just fine. He'll, yeah, be, he'll just be just fine. fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, but yeah, no, shout out to you, Edward. That's I am, good. your work is super inspiring. Yes. And Edward is such a, um, such a, like, humble person and, like, so sweet. You got and, to meet him. Yes, yeah. I did. He's so nice. And I talked to him and, like, he's just such a nice person. Like, I don't know what I was expecting mm-hmm. when I, if I ever met him, but I just, he, like, he blew me away. So he's, like. You were expecting Anna Winslow. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, like, he's like, he's that Edward, was, so I don't yeah. know, like, I don't know what I expected, but Edward is such a, he's such a, a great person and so amazing, and I think he realizes, like, the impact of, like, his work, because sometimes when you're in it, it's like, you don't even, like, mm-hmm. you're like, oh my god, I'm in it, but then, like, him realizing, like, the impact and how much what he does means to, like, all of us, um, so yeah, so shout out to Edward, and I just had yeah. a thought, what yeah. if... Edward and La Roach Ooh. did something because be nice. he retired. Edward just Andre stepped down. Leon Talley was still here because oh. he kind of got dead wrong wife boy too. Trinity. But yeah, that would have been great if he could have been here too. Mm. No, I, I Anna, can see I'm that. side eyeing you, girl. Bombastic side eye, <laughs> criminal offensive side eye to Anna Winslow. Yeah. Why are you doing this to people, girl? Right, Anna said, "Y'all not listen." Yeah. Anna said she's there. I'm so. watching you, girl. I'm watching you. But shout out to Edward. Shout Thank you for all that you've done, and we'll continue to do because this is not the this is not the end. Period. Um. So, in other news, mm-hmm. um, Kiki Palmer recently did like I guess their their interviews it's on Terrell show. Yes. Yeah. I love Terrell and I love Kiki. Yes. Um. So she did a recent interview and they talked about. So many different things, like everything. So if you didn't watch the interview, definitely watch it. Super funny. Um, and they were talking about like, I think it was just like talking about TV moms and stuff. They were talking. He asked her. They were playing a drinking game, and he asked her what were her, or I guess the question was, what were some of her hot takes? Like, what were some of your hot takes? Yes, yes. yes, um, yes. Most controversial opinions, and yeah. yeah. And she basically said that Claire Huxtable's character. She was like, she was just so uppity, like. She always was, like, beating around the bush, and it was like, girl, get to the point. Like, what you trying to say? Like, she was just always, like, on her high horse. And, I mean, I thought it was funny, like, whatever. And then people were like, oh, just because you're loud and ghetto, that doesn't mean that you're real or, like, blah, blah, blah. First of all, y'all, I want y'all to step away for a second and realize that Claire Huxville is not a real person. That's number one. That's the first thing. That's number one. Secondly, she said she was uppity. And she was. Yeah. Hello? Maybe Kiki didn't resonate with that. Maybe that didn't resonate to her. Mm-hmm. Maybe another mom that was more direct and more, you know, I don't know. Like, I mean, not just more direct, but just more had different characteristics maybe resonated with her more versus Claire. Like, my mom wasn't like Claire. Like, Claire was, I think she was a great mom, but she just was different. Like, you know? I Well, first of all, again, this is a character. Right. <laughs> okay, like, this is not a real person. Um, however, comma... Claire Huxtable is like the personification of her is a real black woman. Like, yeah. like, yes, I'm thinking specifically of some of the black women in my life. My yeah. grandmother, I always, I always am like, oh, Claire Huxtable is literally my granny grand. Like, just the way that she carries herself yeah. is her. But Claire Huxtable was very direct. Yeah, she was. Claire Huxtable very much so got the girls together. Yep. Claire Huxtable had no issue with gathering Cl- uh, Cliff, mm-hmm. Vanessa, Edward. or any of them. So, like, <laughs> I don't like that part of people Girl, of what people are saying mad. outside was like no. But also, you have to also think about like what 
what time the show came on. Mm-hmm. And I want to put it, I want to, um, I want to remind people of like what was on TV and what was circulating about black people at that time. Yep. And that's the reason why Claire Huxable's character, Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv, um, what's the lady from, from Family Matters? The mom and dad, Carl mm-hmm. and Harriet, like that whole like just yeah group of characters were all pushing the narrative forward that black people are not a monolith. Mm-hmm. We can get rowdy and do what we got to do, but we can also, you know, we can also be that way and, and be a lawyer and be a doctor. So yeah, it's like, it's so not just all black struggle. Like, yes. that's what like Good Time showed and all that. And yes. granted, those were realistic things. Yes. But these shows showed a different side and yes. it meant so much to the culture. Yes. So, but I think y'all really just need y'all to just go outside and get some fresh air. Maybe not yeah. today, because and maybe and maybe that's what it is. Child, the fires is yeah, it's making. Toasty, but, <laughs> but like, it's girl, y'all, calm down. And I and I seen this post. Like, I hope Keith Palmer do not apologize. Yeah, because, please don't, girl, don't because because it's a it's a hot take. It's your opinion. It's a hot take. Exactly. Like you said earlier, if the, if Claire Huxley wasn't your girl. That's fine. Right. Nobody is relate, nobody is pushing you to watch it, baby. Now, me on the other hand, I love the Cosby Show. That me was too. my favorite show. Like, and I, I love Claire. Fun. I thought she was a great mom. I think she was a great mom. Seeing, uh, I never, I, at that time, young seeing a, a black man that was a doctor, mm-hmm. a wife, you know, like yeah. seeing her being a lawyer, like that yes. was just like monumental. So yeah. y'all just need to. Just, just chill like, out. Aggravating. Just chill out. But, but um, shout out to you, Kiki. Shout out to you, Kiki. And Terrell, we love you. And Terrell. Terrell. Ooh. Why I just felt Terrell, I'm so very proud of him. Yeah. And I have watched him since like high school and I'm just so happy that he's getting all the he's getting all the accolades that he is deserving of. He and getting sure all is. the interviews that he's deserving of. Like that I was cannot on the show, wait. Mm. I cannot wait uh for just for him to just continue his career. So shout out to you. Shout out to Kiki. You look good, girl. You look- okay. You are my girl, Kiki Parma, honey. You look good in that dress, honey. I said, oof. Okay. She been eating. I know the that's right, honey. Up. Eating the girls up. Okay. Baby, baby shout out to her baby. The baby. Bang, girl. The baby is so beautiful. Her family is just so beautiful. Like she, the way she uh, talked good. about her, uh, her partner was just like, I love that. Mom, it's so sweet. I love that. It's beautiful. I'm about to cry. So I, I feel like Kiki so is like she's my cousin. She's my cousin, my big sis. Like, I remember we used to watch Akila and the Bee at the church lock-in. <laughs> And it really inspired me to be in a spelling bee that I won. Yeah. Well, I didn't win. I was in seventh place, but a winner nonetheless. Uh, I was the only black person, so I will say that I, I won for right. black people. Period. Um, but yeah, shout out to you, Kiki. That's a Kiki. Keep your and you, maybe there's nothing wrong with your hot take. Your hot take was controversial, but it wasn't like I don't think it was that controversial. I think it wasn't just that. did too much. Like I mean, yeah, you're right. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, wasn't it was even not that controversial. Deep, it's, it, that's what it was. It's not that deep, y'all. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. Clara was uppity a little bit, but it was not that deep. Yeah, but she and was, it was okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, right. There exactly. are uppity black people. What's wrong with that? Maybe it's the word uppity. Yeah, because uppity like, do give cares? a little like uppity. But she was <laughs> like, okay, girl, she was it do like, give, like uppity. Like, she I get didn't that. say she didn't say that's bad. She didn't say being y'all. That the thing about it, people girl, think that say what being you say. quote unquote loud or something necessarily means somebody is. Um, not smart or ghetto or whatever. Like, there's different types of black people, and mm-hmm. like that's okay. She yeah. wasn't saying it was wrong to be right. like Claire. So, like, y'all just need to relax. Yeah. Just but relax, yeah, y'all. go drink some water, please. Please get a cocktail Quench or a mocktail. Just responsibly. Yes. Okay, y'all. So we are at the point in our episode where we raise a glass. Yes, 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 yes. So I'll go first. Today I want to raise a glass. I feel like I raised a glass to her last episode, but I want to raise a glass to Tiana Taylor, honey. Mm-hmm. Because I know we talked about last time that she's working with the Grubs. Yeah. Recently I know she worked with Lola Brooke as well for her first um like That's main Lola stage. What song she sang? I'm sorry, y'all. You know I'm oh bad with names. But what song? Don't play with it, don't play with okay, it. Okay, okay, yes, yes, yes. I'm with you, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. So she did her for her first summer jam performance, so that was big, so that's amazing. Yeah. But Tiana Taylor also just dropped her first ever Jordan one. Oh, I saw those. And they, I'm so mad because I missed the release, and I might have to buy. I might have to buy the resale. And I'm so mad. But anyways, because I want to support her. But Tiana, literally, like, and I, I should I should do my research on this, but I don't know if what other if there's any other black woman that has a Jordan collab. Hmm. 
if I'm think I don't really feel like it is. I think obviously there's other men, but I don't know of any. Well, other, I know there's other women, but I don't know about any other black women. But anyway, needless to say, I just like that's something that like because I'm a fan of her. She's always talked about like wanting to have her own Jordan, and I'm so proud of her for that. And then the freaking promo for the Jordan oh. is literally first of all fine. Jalen Hurts is in the promo, so that part just. I love him. Jalen Hurts is the quarterback that yes, his matches again. Yes, girl. I love a and girl, athlete. he is fine, girl. I love a athlete. Anyways, <clears throat> that's besides the point. But the promo is beautiful because the sneaker is about um, like a rose in Harlem, and that was one of the songs on her last album. Um, and basically, it was like showing her show like her daughters in um, in there, and I think it was supposed to be like her like. Because her one, she has like a younger daughter, then the older daughter, and I think it kind of showed like the progression of like her age, and then it was her as like an adult, and she was like in Harlem, like Rapunzel had the long hair, and she had like the long kinky hair hanging out the window, and when she got like it was like Cinderella, and when she got dressed for the ball, she like popped up in this like Jordan dress that was like oh, it was just like black, like it was like Cinderella but black, and it just made me proud to be black. Again, like I'm still, it's beautiful. Honestly, it really is. It's beautiful and it's like fun. And even in like the photo shoot, she did like a generations um, with the sneakers on. So it was like her kids, her grandmother, her mom, and her in the sneakers. And it's just beautiful to see like the generations. I love it. And then it was pictured with her grandparents with the sneakers on. They was going on a little date. It's just like I I can't. I I just love it. It's so beautiful. I'm proud of Tiana. I love her. (sighs) I love um, it. You know, I, you know, I just realized we never talked about the movie that she was in. Oh, we didn't. We went to go see it. Um, no. It's called A Thousand and One. Yes. I thought we did. Did we? I think we did. Because when we came for my birthday, we were like, oh, this is what we did. X, Y, and Z. We might have. But yeah, that movie was amazing. Movie. Yeah. But I think Tiana is a great testament of, because I know she was struggling with, like, getting her music out and, like, her label, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Kanye. Like releasing her stuff and like playing with her release dates and like her helping her whatever whatever, I think she's a testament to like I know she stepped away because of from music itself because it was like kind of stressful for to her and a lot on her, so she ha- she's so talented that it's just amazing to see her kind of like continuing to just flip and like e- expand in her space like. She's helping. I, I tweeted, I think yesterday, like, thank God that artist development is back because yes. somewhere down the line, artist development has got We lost also talked about that in a previous episode. Oh, my you God. Know how it happened with the cocktails and culture. Yes, girl. We brought it back. But yes, yes. Artist <laughs> development, like, I don't know what's going on. These labels think just because somebody got followers that they could just be an artist. And, like, it's not giving that. Like, the girls have to, like, develop their artistry. Like, that's so important. And I love that Tiana comes from that era of development so that she's coming and she's teaching the Lola Brooks, the Lottos, like, all of these young ladies, like, this is what you need to do. Practice on, like, your breathing and, like, dancing and, like, in Summer Walkers of the World, like, giving, like, how to really give a show and, like, entertain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. But anyways, I want to raise a glass to Tiana because, girl, you are Killing it, you girl. Are. You're killing it. You like the in the aunties, her production company. Like, hello. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. Yes. Um. So yes, June is June is Pride Month, but June is also Black Music Month, mm-hmm. and so this Cotton and Culture podcast, I want to raise a glass to all the Black musicians yes. out there, specifically because. Um, one thing that all black people can connect with is music. And I'm thinking back in the day and still now, um, artists use music as a way to get the word out, mm-hmm. um, as a way to push the movement forward. I'm thinking about Mahalia Jackson, who would keep Martin Luther King going with Precious Lord. I'm thinking about in the 80s, in the height of the HIV AIDS crisis, where these black artists were putting messages Mm -hmm. in the music because, you know, as a as a marginalized community, they were not thinking about us at that time. So Mm -hmm. they so musicians took it upon themselves to get the word out about, you know, what was happening with safe sex and all that stuff. Um, And then even now, Beyonce, <laughs> even now Beyonce with Renaissance giving us something exciting to talk about, giving us something exciting to feel in this this world of trauma and despair. Like, shout out to the black musicians 
who are continuing, and we say this all the time, to push the culture forward yes. through music. Um, we are we are celebrating yes. you. Um, we talked about her last episode, but Tina Turner was definitely one. And when you were talking about um, how Tiana Taylor is so good at pivoting yep. um, in the face of adversity, same thing with Tina, baby. She yep. will continue to pivot, will continue to flip, and will continue to be just a guiding light. So to all the black musicians, yes. I, I continue to be to continue to be amazing. Continue to put your art out there. Thank you for sharing your artistry with the world. Thank you for sharing your um what is just so close to you and so important to you with the world and thank you for thinking of us in your lyrics and music so happy black history sorry black history happy black music month yes uh, happy pride month and happy i think it's also men's health month it is so men get out there and go to the doctor and figure out what's going on with your health there may not be anything going on but still honey don't be afraid (laughs) to go to the doctor Yes. Don't be afraid to get a checkup. Don't be afraid to, you know, go Therapy. see your doctor. Therapy. Yes. That's also things. health. That's Child. also health, girl. My therapist, listen, this last session, Child. I just had to go home and, and weep. I ha- what, did, what did Ayana say? I had to go in the bush and weep. I said, girl, why you did this to me on a Monday evening? Oof. On a girl. Monday evening. But, yes, happy all those months. Happy all those. <laughs> happy all those months, but I'm raising a glass specifically to black musicians thank you again for pushing us forward yes Yes. thank you shout out to you guys well with that being said be sure to follow us like comment and subscribe on instagram twitter tiktok and youtube um share it with your partner share with your family share with your friends share with your co-workers if you have that relationship um share it with the guy share it with the pizza guy um (laughs) shout out to my pizza guy at this point i'm a little embarrassed because I walked in the other day, and she didn't even ask me my name. Hey, man, you watch her usual. She literally, <laughs> literally saw my face and then went and got my order. I said, damn, I come here too much. I'm dead. Too much. So, also, uh, I know that we celebrated our one-year last episode, mm-hmm. but I definitely wanted to uh, just give a big, huge thank you to everyone who – uh, sent us comments, uh, celebratory oh, yeah. comments, saying how proud we, how proud you are of us. Thank you again for stick, sticking in with us. Thank you again for subscribing, listening, and doing all the things. Thank you for always supporting us. So, so, so appreciative of you. Um, all the messages on Sunday, I don't know about you, but all the messages this past Sunday really, like, fired me up to keep going, to keep yeah. doing the things. Um, so, shout out to all of y'all. Shout out to our new listeners, our new subscribers. Like, we yes. hope you stick around and enjoy and share. But, yes, shout out to you all again. And, uh, yeah. Okay. For real now. This for time. Real now. Until next time. Cocktails and culture. Cocktails and culture. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers.